Hi, I'm JK, the host of Sorts from the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, and I'm here to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, with everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours, and you're listening to the Neighbourhood Rewatch. Right, so welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. I am your host of sorts, JK. Uh, I haven't come up with a nickname this week. I don't know if you two want to give me a nickname. No. No, Adam doesn't want to give me a nickname. Tim? I'm not allowed to say that word anymore. <laughs> I want to know, just before we go into it then, you, you just as you were doing your very first line then, you were making a note. What note were you making as you told us the name of the podcast again? What, what, what thing did you write down then? Oh, this is really it's, inside podcast stuff now. It, it's the time, the time signature, isn't it? It is I'm the time the signature, curtain. that is correct, yes. So I can edit this podcast, because I think this podcast is edited very, very well, if I say so okay. myself. And do you know what? I've not had any formal training with editing podcasts either. Some people went to, like, uni for it and stuff, and but... Yep. I just kind of do it, and I don't know, it's yeah. naturally to me. It's great. Well, you can tell. You can tell that you've had no training and you just kind of do it. It's, it's very, yeah, it's very clear. I mean, <laughs> I could say cunt, 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 cunt now, and you'll have to change the time signature again. So, <laughs> fuck you. Ah. Uh. So this week we have been watching episodes three, one, four, three to three, one, four, seven. Uh, well, I watched them all. Adam didn't make it through, and Tim, as always, never watches them. Uh, <laughs> and no, well, it's our job to relay them to you, Tim. Uh, yeah. We're doing we're doing the hard work. We're getting stuck in for you here, Tim, with this. Uh, it works as a as a thing. Aside from the fact that I'm lazy. <laughs> you telling me stuff is like we're talking directly to the audience. So I'm here to represent the audience and ask all the fucking questions like, uh, what the fuck, for example? That is a very valid question. It's uh, a question yeah. that comes up every week as well. So Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, so the first storyline I would like you to ask what the fuck about, Tim, is, uh, well, we say it's the Libby storyline, but it kind of bleeds into a... Carl and Susan as well. So Libby goes missing on a horse ride. She bleeding? Well, you never well, see the horse ride. You you hear about she's going off for a horse ride and she's going off with some uni mates. I've done the inverted commas thing there. Uh, but then Susan... Inverted commas when it's you. <laughs> why, why, why the inverted commas? Are they not uni mates? Oh, you find well, out. Well, as we go along, Tim, there's a good question to ask. As we go along... We find out that she's actually away with her lecturer, is it? Yeah. Yeah, her lecturer. And then they're having a dirty weekend away. Uh, Fair play. But she did actually go on a horse ride and she did actually get lost on her. And the horse threw her off and she did actually get lost. But Susan gets a phone call and is distraught because Libby's in the middle of nowhere, possibly dead, possibly arm broken. All these potential scenarios. So she rings. It's a very, 
Yeah, there is a chance that she might be brain damaged, can't walk after falling off a horse. And that is a dangerous thing to become. So, yes, she reluctant. I don't, I don't think it is that reluctant. She does ring Kyle because obviously she's proper panicking about that. She is. She's like, listen, she could be Christopher Reeve there. It's, it's yeah, Carl, I need you. I need a doctor. Are you a spinal surgeon? Doesn't matter. I need a doctor. So she calls the doctor and Carl's, and Carl's straight to the call and they go off and he's a, uh, whatever car it is, his fucking midlife crisis car, his Chevrolet, whatever it is. And they drive off to the countryside. I'm surprised he didn't just, like, with all his resources and popping up everywhere, I'm surprised he didn't just summon a helicopter. <laughs> like a, a medical taxi thing. You could have done that. You could. He could have like rung somebody who actually knows what the fuck's up. But instead, no, he gets his midlife crisis car and they both... Oh, and the roof don't work. <laughs> that They make a point of the fact that this car is on its last legs. It is just... Um, a figure of fun for Susan to just rip the shit out of for at least an episode and a half. She yeah. just rips yeah. it constantly. So the, it's, it's night. It gets to night time. They're driving in the cold. It looks cold. I don't know if it ever get, gets cold in Australia usually, but it looks a bit nippy in these episodes. Um, you'd be able to tell me about that. I don't. Usually, I don't when the sun sets at about six pm, yeah, it gets. You can get a little bit chilling. Fucking freezing. Fucking freezing in Australia. <laughs> In, in winter, I imagine. I think um, so, did say at one point, it's just like, oh, fuck it, six o'clock, Carl, it's going to go dark now. And it does, it literally, <laughs> like, it's like someone blinks and it's dark. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good how it happens, like clockwork. Um, but they don't know where they're going. Obviously, no sat-nav in 1998 or whatever this is. Um, they haven't got a map or anything. Susan, it turns out, was shit at taking directions on the phone. Um, she says, oh, I was in a distraught state carl keeps going could have just asked him again though could have just asked him again now proper poking the bear it's not wise at all why don't you just ask in him their, again? in their situation fucking hell, and what up. she did instead of asking him again she drew a sketch of where she thinks um from the directions given bearing in mind she's never been to this place before it's called like something curve or something bend or something in it yeah and it's fucking miles away as well so she's drawn this sketch it's four hours away and she draws this thing and it's literally like a like just a curve with some trees around it or something and they're in the country and she said and she goes to carl i've drawn this sketch and carl's like i know i cheated on you but that is fucking ridiculous (laughs) yeah turn left at the trees that's what she, she pretty much said. And he said, and she said, oh, I, I didn't really know what he meant, so I just drew a sketch. And he said, why don't you fucking ask him again? <laughs> it's mental. Well, that that so was in episode three. Man. I've only watched three episodes. You're going to have to carry this on. I don't know where we got to. I'll tell you where I left it. I left it. It was nighttime, like I say, blink of an eye. Um, and they decide it's better off not to just walk off into the fucking backwoods of Australia at... What time? 6.02, it goes dark or something. At 6.02, it's not worth it. So they decide to sleep in the car. Um, I was thinking this might lead to a bit of a a cuddle, maybe, in the car. The episode I finished ended with them slagging each other off and Susan saying something about four-letter words or something. (laughs) And then it just, that was the end of the episode. So I'd, I'd be interested to know where this goes. Well, yeah, they spend the whole time bickering. 
Uh, Carl about Susan being shit directions. Susan about how shit Carl's car is. Uh, at one point they fall asleep and then Carl like accidentally honks the horn. And they, they shit Susan's up right. And then Carl has like a little laugh. He's like, yeah, I fucking got you there, didn't he, bitch? <laughs> he proper has a little <laughs> laugh himself. Carl is such a such a dick. He's got like obviously all the guilt has just gone now. He it just doesn't seem, care. Like, yeah, it's not this kind of like really tense affair. It's quite comical in a lot of ways where they're just ripping mm. the shit out of each other. And they are quite good at it, I think. I think as a, the actors are pretty good at that kind of bickering, old mm. married couple kind of behaviour. So yeah. And it gets very comedic from there as well. So the next morning they go and uh, they find they, they find someone. Uh, and he is the most uh, uh, this is a, this is an Australian term of phrase. He's got a bogan guy. Oh, is that absolute? This is before they fell asleep. This is, is when they find oh, this guy. Yeah, morning. and and he can't tell them anything. Yeah. It's, it's really funny and it makes no sense. And he's saying, "You go down that road, and there's some sheep, and ignore them." And go on to the next <laughs> row. I'm aware of my Australian accent started really good then and went a bit cockney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, apparently this guy, because Peyton was in the room watching this with me. And what and what nationality is Peyton, by the way, just in case anyone's never fucking heard this show before? <laughs> Peyton is Australian. I still um, think she's faking it. She's still faking it. Well, her accent's better than yours, anyway. Uh and she went. She is Australian. Oh. It should it fucking should be. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't I would question it to be honest with you and she goes oh that's David Hughes I'm like who the fuck is David Hughes apparently he's quite a big comedian in Australia this guy uh, so yeah and he, he just shows up to just play this absolutely backwards like he looks so thick at her kind of guy uh, but yeah he's a, he's, he's, he's a pretty he's still going as well he was quite recently on uh, the Royal Albert Hall thing on the BBC. He's a yeah, he's, he's quite a big he's a big comedian guy. Uh, so yeah, they obviously they get with the research. Sorry, I've got a good neighbours fact for you. Oh, cool. it's actually not a good one. It's just it's just a thing. Um, it's gonna. I I already think the word bogan sounds stupid in an English accent. I'm not even going to attempt the Australian. Um, but Margot Robbie, former actor in Neighbours, uh, described herself as like that's they were her people when she was growing up. That's a good fact. She that's was one. I didn't know that. Bit of a chav. I don't think it's even chav. I think it's a bit more like well, country backwards. A bit of a well, she she compared it. Those kind of thing. She she said like trying to compare it to English in America. She said kind of chav, bit redneck. So it's kind of somewhere in between there. Yeah. Um, so they eventually find a garage because because Carl's car breaks down, obviously. Again, it broke down on the way back from the hotel with Sarah that time. And that's one of the reasons you end up getting in trouble with Susan in the first place. Wait, it breaks down. I it's intentional. I think he's just been mugged off with a shit car. Did lose it. go backwards on the motorway, though. No, it doesn't. Uh, which is a fatal flaw in most cars, to be honest, that they can't go backwards and the way. Yeah, do you think Lou sell in this car? Because it is dodgy as fuck, this car. I don't remember him selling him. He just turns up with it one day, doesn't he? It wasn't like a story about him buying the car. He just turns up with it because it was full-on midlife crisis. Full-on midlife crisis. Uh, so they, they, they find a garage, but they can't get the parcel the next day. Question, sorry. 
How old do you have to be to have a midlife crisis? <laughs> Depends if you if you're super pessimistic and you reckon you're gonna die when you're forty, then twenty to twenty five. Yeah, but yeah. like if if you're eighty, pretty good, pretty good innings, pretty good effort. I think you'd probably say you know if you could do a bit more brilliant, if you do a bit less, call it eighty. So that's like forty is middle. Yeah, that's mm. midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How old are you, Jay? <laughs> Thirty eight. It's not that far off then. And, and let's be honest, your lifestyle, lucky to get to 80, let's be honest. Yeah, I probably <laughs> had mine about five years ago then. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like he's, he's been in and out of it. He's, <laughs> this, well, this is what I'm thinking. Like, so what are the standard things for a midlife crisis? It's obviously the car. We've spoke about that on this episode. Would, and what else has Carl done that you would probably say constitutes midlife crisis in, in Neighbours? What would you say? I'm thinking out loud. <laughs> I haven't researched this. This has just popped in my head. So he's got the car. Anything else? Well, I never changed my car. I've had the same car throughout the crisis. The car was at the start. It was there at the start of the crisis, and was is still there now. That car is seen car crisis. Okay, so fair car is constant. Fair enough. You need that constant. Otherwise, you don't know which reality you're in. <laughs> Younger female. <laughs> Again, I don't know. Who am I to judge? <laughs> Um, oh, you know what? As well, Carl's younger female, also Australian. True, very true. Fucking hell! There we go. Yeah, but Carl also hasn't changed his job count constantly either. Carl's Neither of you. You've changed the venue. It's still the same fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. You're not doing oh. brain surgery now or flying a fighter jet. True. Carl doesn't have an. Ex- Carl doesn't have an extremely popular podcast, though, and Jay's had at least two of those. It's true. So he's he's been he's been there for at least two um, of those podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Carl and Susan. Uh, Well, actually, no. Back to Libby, because at this point, Libby just shows up back home and he's fine. Of course, neighbor storyline. Yeah, Libby's just like, what's everyone worried about? Oh no, she leaves the voicemail at first. She's like, yeah, you know, I fell on my horse, but I'm back now. It's fine. Don't worry about me. I'll be home later. Gets home. And he's just like, yeah, I'm fine. Is she by herself or has she returned with this lecture guy? Lecturer guy. No, we don't. We see the lecturer later on. But uh, yeah. But well, Bill has been ringing around all Libby's mates. And he's found out through ringing all Libby's mates that he's, she's actually gone away with this lecturer guy. Is he a lecture? Lecturer. Yes, very much. Do you know what that means? <laughs> I do know There's what. Pause there, like you didn't understand what I meant. I might have said the word wrong. No, I thought Tim, it was a think... car. I thought it was a, a carpenter and carpenter thing again. So I was just, I was just <laughs> making <Fair>. sure. <laughs> it does. Does lecture just mean like a lecturer? <laughs> yeah. He loves lecturing. Means he does a lot of like PowerPoint presentations in front of people. <laughs> Yeah, so Libby's back fine, and she's like, where, where the fuck are mum and dad? And Bill's like, well, they've gone out looking for you, dickhead. And so they stay over in a hotel for the night, and the only room available is the honeymoon suite. I love it when that happens. Ah, uh, So they're like, okay. Have you ever stayed in a honeymoon suite? I have, actually, on my honeymoon. Good place, to best place, I would say. Yeah, that's generally what, what does the honeymoon 
Was there anything special or unique about the honeymoon suite or anything? It had a four-poster bed, hot tub. It had a four-poster bed, which I think is the minimum requirement for a honeymoon suite. It is the four-poster bed. Uh, I think if you just whack a four-poster bed in anything, you just call it a honeymoon suite and just charge it. Did it vibrate? Right. Uh, No. No. Vibrate, no. I know someone who, friend of a friend's guy, who... Made his own bed. This isn't me. This isn't one of them stories, by the way. Oh no, this guy, it's not me. This I, I would never do this. You might bed. This is why I'm telling you this. So he, he built his own bed, but he made it because the girl he was with at the time was proper weird. I say weird. What's the word? Um eccentric. No, like prop. I'm gonna say filthy. Um, so <laughs> what is the, what the what they did? He built it, but it was on her say so. At the end, so it's like a four poster one, but it had like a big. I'm doing like signs here. You can't see it, it's a podcast. Um, like <laughs> at the end of the bed, it had like a like a headboard, but at the base, a, a baseboard. I don't know what it's called. Okay, like the end of your bed, other thing. Yeah. But they turned yeah. it into like gallows. So it had like a head thing to put you, you put your head in it and you put your two <laughs> arms in it like that and then shut it so it opened up like that. Again, I'm doing like an up and down. Holy shit. And you put yourself in it, obviously, with the your body on the bed, on on your knees, sort of thing, and you can just crack on. Wow. For for the benefit of people just listening, Jay's currently making notes. He's making notes again. I'm drawing a diagram as we speak. <laughs> so it's be- better than fucking Susan's. Wow. That's an interesting DIY project. Cause I mean, he's quite handy anyway. He does like that. He, he does do that sort of stuff. But yeah, he's, he's gone for a gallows bed. Just get some handcuffs. That's a lot of work. Next level, Tim. Handcuffs. Oh, they're for the amateur. <laughs> Professionals turn their bed into the fucking, I don't know. Medieval times. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. Okay, so... You're all right uh, with your handcuffs, yeah? <laughs> they do the job. The, the pink fluffy ones. <laughs> Whoa, why, what, what, have you get, what have you got against things that are pink and fluffy? What's your problem? <laughs> against pink and fluffy, they're just, you know... What? They're, they're, they're just the they're, they're starter kit, aren't they? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Before you go to the gallows. Which is stage two, I imagine. Uh, I what stage know. three? <laughs> this is the theme for this. Yeah, that's your own fault. I wasn't going to say anything. You brought up stages. This is the new theme of, the, of season two. It's you staging things. So stage one is pink, fluffy handcuffs. Stage two, you've just said, and I would have put this three, four, or five. You've said stage two is build your own bed that's got a gallows in the end of it. So what stage three? Uh, probably just having like a hosting like a massive orgy night I imagine you just like you you expand it above like past the bedroom so there's like swings and like every room has got some sort of sex thing in it so there's like a sex kitchen and a sex living (laughs) (laughs) what um what equipment would you have in your sex kitchen (laughs) Uh, a rolling pin Right, I've got one of them in my actual kitchen. <laughs> I just tried to think of a kitchen utensils, and you went with rolling pin. <laughs> I went with rolling pin yeah, I, I feel that could 
be multi-use uh, the rolling pin uh, I don't know maybe some ladles uh, a couple of spatulas a frying pan <laughs> go on what are you doing with the frying pan uh, some light bondage I don't know White's gonna be if you're twatting someone with a frying pan. <laughs> Non-stick that. Non-stick. It's not, yeah. It depends if you get the tough one. Oh. Not really. You could just get the cheap one from Asda, then that's probably like bondage. But if you're getting like the, the granite ones, then that's probably stage four. You could do some <laughs> serious damage with a wok, though, couldn't you? <laughs> So stage stage four is a granite walk where you. So we're just talking about necrophilia now. Then is that that's what stage four is? It's changed to just murdering people all of a sudden. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> I like how all these stages eventually reach death. Someone's dying. Well, that's that's true of life, though, isn't it? That's always the final stage. So very true. Very philosophical. That. It's very, very, very so, what? <laughs> <laughs> how much wine have you had? <laughs> I didn't, know what bucket. <laughs> I didn't know what the word was. I knew philosophy was the start of it, but I didn't know what the end of the word was. Philosophical. Good. People know now, this isn't that people's first podcast. If it is your first podcast, sorry. If it's not, you know what to expect. So <laughs> you know what you mean now as well, I reckon. Yeah, probably. It's like uh, like when, when like children first start to talk, my parents understand what they're saying, but no one else has a clue. People who listen to this podcast now understand what I'm saying because they've just got used to the absolute babble that just comes out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, true. I, I go with that. I am very much like a toddler in many other regards as well. So, Penis size? Oh, shit, it's raining. It's fucking raining. Put your fucking long sleeve jumper on. Uh, well, it's slightly annoying because I've got all my washing outside right now. It's going to get wet. Carry on. That's going to get wet. It's not raining here. No, it's, it's raining. Wow. There you go. Breaking weather news there for the podcast. What do you think it's doing in Australia right now? It's probably sunny, I imagine. Well, it depends if it's 6 o'clock. If, it, if it's between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m., it'll be sunny. Time doesn't affect weather. If it goes 6 o'clock, that does not mean it's going to stop fucking raining. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just check what time it is. Uh... Sunny. In in Melbourne, it is currently eight degrees, four four ish o'clock in the morning, half four, seventy percent chance of rain at five. Wow. Sunrise at you wanna have a guess? Six AM, bang on. Seven twenty seven. It's taking its sweet time. 11 degrees in Sydney, sunrise at 6.54. Lovely. And thank you there for the live weather report on the podcast. <laughs> uh, this will be handy if you listen to this, this about four weeks behind. In Australia. In Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done all our bits and bobs, by the way, before you crack on? Um, with uh, where we are on social media and that we have been getting a few more listeners and followers over the last we certainly two. have we are at watch neighbor on twitter and instagram and of course i would be remiss if i didn't tell you about the patreon patreon.com forward slash neighborhood rewatch uh where for just one pound per month plus vat you can get the unedited ad-free versions of our podcast 
Uh, That's where all the best shit is. I honestly don't know why anybody would be listening to the normal shit by this point. You listen to a few episodes, what you should be realising is the good shit's all on Patreon. This is just an advert. Yeah, if I'm being honest, like, I didn't think that to begin with. I thought, fucking hell, that is a lot of shit. That's why we'd better only charge him a quid. Now I have definitely turned the other way because how much Neighbours have we actually spoke about on this podcast? Fuck all. Literally <laughs> fuck all. I know I only watched three episodes, but but I'll be honest as well. And you know what? I'm, I am, I'd like to think I'm the honest one out of the three. We've obviously got the racist one. Um, <laughs> Tim, Tim, what would you... I'll, I'll let you decide yourself which one... The Are we just saying the lazy one, maybe? Or the <laughs> uninterested one? What are you thinking? I mean, I I am those things, but I can always be trusted to say the most inappropriate things. Not I don't okay. go as far as racism and homophobia, Jay. But no, too far. Just just generally, occasionally shouting. Look at him writing word. shit down again. Gonna have to cut this. Gonna have to cut this. <laughs> Absolutely chucking it down right now. More worried about just... his washing than anything. I'm worried right about now. my washing. Yeah. Very worried. Go and get your washing. No, because uh, just dry again. It's fine. Good point. <laughs> it'll just dry again, so it's fine. Oh. <sighs> Another I used to say that when I was a toddler as well. Well, it'll just dry again. I didn't understand then that rainwater isn't clean water. It's like rain. But, yep, nope. <laughs> still still rocking that philosophy. Philosophy. Good. I, I reckon you should probably start trying to teach this to people. Like, as a life hack you can put on our Instagram. If it's raining, hang your clothes out anyway, because they'll dry. Washed, <laughs> washed and dried. Yeah, double washed. It's nature's washer dryer. <laughs> you can also just piss on them. It sanitizes it as well. Washed. washed. Oh, side side one. So there's a kid in my class. <laughs> Everything's a side one at the moment. <laughs> There's a kid in my class who can't say um, hand sanitise properly, so he says hammer time. <laughs> oh, that's my favourite thing. So, like, when the kids need to wash their hands, you just say, stop, hammer time. Hammer time. <laughs> so good. That is fantastic. I... <laughs> Ah, uh, right. Should we talk about some more neighbors? <laughs> okay, so we leave Carl and Susan in a hotel room together in the honeymoon suite. And then Carl starts reminiscing about, about the good old days with Susan. And he starts telling some story. I wasn't really listening to the story. It was a bit shit, if I'm honest. It wasn't one of his best stories. Uh, it, but it was from the earlier days of dating. Uh, and Susan obviously didn't find it interesting as well because she fell asleep. Just as Carl was wrapping up the story, he turned around and Susan was giving his head on the bed. So Carl just kind of covered her up with a blanket and went to sleep on the bed. Is he being genuine or is he just trying to get some? Because so far he seemed completely remorseless and like he's just taking the piss and doesn't really care. I think that's his way of flirting, if I'm honest. It's kind of like primary school where you go to the girl and punch her in the arm because you like her. It's a bit like that, I imagine. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just not say anything. I just got a very dry smile right now. Just looking no, at him, trying not to say anything. No, because it's going to get to the point where you say something and I try and make you explain it is the podcast. <laughs> just to watch you squirm and just like try and keep yourself above water. And I, think, I was going to do it then, but, I, but there's no way. Why are you going around twatting girls? I was going to say, but I decided against it. I know it's a sensitive issue, unlike some of the other stuff we talk about. <laughs> Uh, so they wake up the next morning and things seem to have cooled. They, they seem to have stopped bickering with each other. Uh, they manage to get hold of Libby and realise that she's home and she's safe. Uh, so they just drive back home. They rock up in the, in the street, both in the car. Everyone starts gossiping instantly. Instantly. Well, yeah, we have, we have right now the same amount of evidence that they did it as Carl and Sarah. Is it Sarah? I'm fucking names... As same amount as evidence as them doing it as well. Very similar, so, very similar story. Have the rumors, they're all true. Yeah. So everyone starts starts making little side jokes straight away. Lose straight on it. Of course. Straight on it. It's like, oh back out the doghouse, are you? We we uh, even Drew gets in on it as well. I'm, Drew is a Drew's a comedian now. Drew is a comedian. Uh, which Kind of moves me on to the next, kind of the, the second half of this storyline. Is so Libby's back safe, uh, but she wants to go on out a date with this lecturer again. But she wants to go to Lou's pub, and she asked Drew to come and be a third wheel. Why and a date with the lecturer? I have no idea why you would. They've just been on a on a kinky weekend together. Now she needs a chaperone. Now she needs a chaperone. So. I know. Let's bring the most handsome man who's ever lived to a date uh, to see if Drew approves because she values his opinion. Uh, so, yes, yeah, she brings Drew along to this date. Uh, I didn't like the guy, if I'm honest. Why not? This lecturer. Uh, I don't know. He just seemed a bit lectury. In what way? Is, uh, which is when a lecturer is lecture. I don't <laughs> He, how old is he? Is he an older gentleman or what? No, he seems fairly young. Fairly young. Uh, what is he a lecturer like eight, nine? What is he? <laughs> sorry, Adam. Sorry. No, no, go on, sorry, Tim. I, what, go on, what were you saying? I was just asking if he was eight or nine. He said quite young. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, he, he looks like he's playing teacher, to be fair, though. Like, he looks like he's fresh out of, uh, out of teaching school. <laughs> So I saw a fly fly at your camera. Came straight at the camera. I was like, (laughs) "Is there? Is it on the camera now?" Not anymore. You thought he was straight out of teaching school. He looked like he was straight out of teaching school. Yeah, he definitely looked like he'd he'd signed some some uh, inappropriate homework, like uh, you know what would Hitler's Instagram be? If you remember that from uh, from a couple of episodes ago. If not, go back and watch season one. Yeah. Listen to season one. Yeah, I mean, you can watch. You can watch the screen while you're listening to it if you want. It doesn't do much, though. It just has, <laughs> it just has our logo on it. Can you hear the thunder, by the way? No, it's we can't. We can't see the rain, that. hear the thunder. We can't. You're just having a fucking breakdown. you got a fly that's not really there. It's raining, but it's not because <laughs> it's 28 degrees everywhere. 
No, he's actually, it's right. I'm going to bring the camera around now to show. It's fucking lightning as well now. It's fucking lightning. Look, look, it's absolutely. I don't know if you can see the rain through the camera here. You guys aren't that far apart. How are you it's not getting any of it? Absolutely chucking it down. And here's the back. I've got the window open. It's proper sunny. This podcast is well, fucking all, chaos. There's all the washing. There's all the washing. Someone's had a wine. <laughs> the fucking big wine. Have you seen it? <laughs> Entire bottle in that glass. Hey, no, there's only half a bottle of wine in there. Because I drank the other half the other night. So there's only... Oh, oh, there's... Sorry. There's only half a bottle in this glass, is what you just said. No, no, you I used don't... the word only and said only no, half a bottle. This is the second glass, and this is a quarter of it. So if you just nailed... Red wine, so I during this bottle. podcast, you've, yeah. you've nailed half a bottle of red wine. No, because I've still got loads here. I've nailed a quarter of a bottle of wine. But what? once you finish that glass, it'll be half a bottle. Yes. I think he's just getting started. <laughs> he's got his little alcohol tray next to the TV over there. Yeah, I do have a drinks tray now, which is just full of alcohol. Uh, we saw they went it. shopping for a lamp, but got that instead. Yeah, we saw it back here. Actually, that looks really cool. Um, oh, it was, it's a very 1950s thing. Like, I remember seeing that in Mad Men quite a lot when I watched Mad Men. It was just like, they just people just have like a drinks trolley in the house and they just, you know, just invite their friends around and I'll just drink from the drinks. They also just constantly smoke and oppress women. Are you you going to do that as well? He's already there. He's already (laughs) sorted it. (laughs) Not a problem. Don't smoke, do you? Now, now, I do not smoke. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This podcast is going to be about four minutes long. I know. (laughs) You're looking at four minutes or four hours now. Put it in, it's four hours. Take it out, it's four minutes. I know which one I would I'd have this time because the stuff that's going to be left in here, wank. Yeah, you're I, going to have to leave some of this stuff in. You got you got to be careful because there's some stuff that obviously you won't keep. There's some stuff that's just stupid but good. <laughs> this is where it'd be really handy if you knew about editing. <laughs> oh, oh, tricky one. He's just taking notes like we'll just cut out the last ten minutes. <laughs> Just cut all the bits out where Adam speaks. <laughs> You're fucked if you do. <laughs> uh, so, Libby's a bit of a cunt throughout the whole of this. Whoa, that was ash. No, she is, though. She is. She mugs off Drew. She knows Drew likes her. You know, because remember, they went kayaking. Who can forget? Who can forget? Tim, remember when they went kayaking? Yeah. Yeah, you do. And so she knows who likes him. She's like, oh, well, do you know what? I'm not going to date you, but I'm going to date this other guy. And I'd like you to. Kayak! There we go. Uh, Yeah, and I'd like you to come and watch. And then, so, you know, Susan and Carl are getting along. Bill's all for like trying to get these two back together. It's like, you know, you know, give them the space to, you know, try and mend things up. I do know. I know exactly (laughs) what you mean. (laughs) And, uh, And Libby's just. Not having it at all. So Carl comes around for a meal and they have a nice family dinner together. And she's just horrible to him the whole time. No, he's there. He's pouring wine, you know, like quarter quarter of a bottle at a time. He's just pouring the wine out for everyone. Smashing it. Absolutely smashing it. 
And she's just like, why are you being so nice to everyone? You're horrible. You should. He deserves it. That's not Libby being a cunt. That's he deserves it. Like I know a little bit of time has passed now, but like it's like everyone else is trying to pretend it hasn't happened. She's the only one that's got any sense. What's Susan making of all this? Is she being a bit of a bit funny with it, or is she like quite give me the wine? She's like, hey, she's like, hey, give me the wine. And no, she ends up having a go at Libby. She's like, you're being extremely childish here. Whatever Carl has done to me, he's still your father, and we're you know we're still a family. Uh, so she's very much in Carl's corner here, uh, and Bill has ends ends up having a go at Libby as well. Um, Libby ends up in floods of tears by the end of it. I'm not uh, surprised. Everyone's piled on, and you've called her a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what tits are over the edge. If I'm honest, uh, what do you say about tits? Inappropriate one. <laughs> Excellent. Don't don't cut that out. Oh, you don't need to because now we've we've done the which one are you? Is the inappropriate one? It's it. I fixed it. Don't worry. <laughs> what I'm here for? Fix you it. it oh. Adam, you called it episode one. Tim is bringing the sleeves. Yep. Which is surprising, really. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, so. In the end, Carl and Susan go out for another date. They go out for a meal together to talk about Libby. And... Is it a date? Yeah, they go out for a meal. They have... Is it a date, though? They have half a bottle of wine each. Are uh, you on a date right now? (laughs) 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 Only if you're having the other half a bottle of wine, Tim. (laughs) <laughs> we've all got a drink we have all got a drink uh, so yeah they and they go back home and she invites him in for coffee and they what they, the they, fuck is it with people all over the world on TV wanting coffee at the end of the fucking night Tim like so I'll, I'll ask you about this then so you you are the coffee connoisseur coffee Jesus um, it's, it's a thing and it? it's not just on TV like it's oh would you, would you want to come in for a coffee that mean we know what that means. Yeah, we all know. Yeah, the incredible hand holding man knows what that means. If you invite, <laughs> I bet you. See, I I would never say that because it's like it's the cliche. It's the thing we all know what it means. I don't think I've yeah. ever, ever asked anybody do you want to come in for coffee. I imagine. Yeah. Actually, I'll, ask you, I'll ask you this question. The, the question that was leading to there, Tim. Tim, is why? How did this become a thing? Why is that a thing? Do, do you like that it's a thing? Because you are coffee Jesus. What do you think? I think it probably started because people didn't necessarily realise that caffeine was going to keep you awake. As much as it's always been like a, a stimulant that you have first in, first thing in the morning to help you wake up. I don't know. If you just, if if you're polite, you just say do you want to come in. If you want to be more straightforward, you say, want to have a bang. You don't need to bring coffee into it. Muddies the water. Okay. So, second question for a second person. You've definitely... this, is, And I'll stop myself straight away. This isn't a question. <laughs> You've definitely done that. <laughs> this, this isn't an accusation. It, well, it's <laughs> like... You strike me as someone who has not even said those... Like Tom... Uh, Tom? Weird. Tim, <laughs> Tim's, um, it's obvious, you're obvious and you say you want to do this or you're being 
a bit shy and say it another way. I reckon you've gone full cliche and gone, would you like to come in for a coffee? I was going to say cliche. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I don't, I don't go for cliches. I subvert the cliches. I can't make my eyes I, any wider. I bet <laughs> you, you said, do you want to come up for a coffee, darling? You, he's, you're quite right. He added a word at the end that, that made us <laughs> die inside. You're right. <laughs> you definitely asked someone in for coffee. I'd refuse to believe otherwise. Probably, but then I've probably made the joke a lot. I've got no coffee. Or I bet it was the other way around. It was just like, it was at the end of a shift and he offered to drive someone home and then said, can I come in for a coffee? Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. Darling. <laughs> He's flipped it. So I mean, subverting the, the cliches there. Yeah. <laughs> Side question. You can leave this in if you want. When is Peyton coming on this podcast so we can discuss some of these things? <laughs> uh, when it'll be a Patreon exclusive, obviously. A Patreon exclusive. That'd be good. That would be good. That would be really good. For Rose, not for you. No. <laughs> that would be the most uncomfortable hour of my life. You should probably just go out for a bit, I think. <laughs> <laughs> she can be the host of sorts that week. Yeah, I'm she's just she's just show up and pretend to be you, and we'll just go with it. <laughs> We're keeping all that in, right? Yeah, of course. Of course, of course. you're not driving the Patreon sales. Nothing wrong with any of that. It's genius. He's all genius. Uh, so at the end, Tom and Susan have a little kiss. It looks like things are back on. Looks like there's a road back for them. And it lit, the episode literally ends with them getting in Carl's car and driving off down the street. Where are they going? Where are they going? I don't know. It's a coffee shop, maybe. I don't know. But that there's no need for them because they have this little kiss and then just drive off. And there was no need for them to go and drive off. They just wanted the shot of them driving off together. Yeah. Like episode. It'd have been better if they did it backwards, but fair enough. Yeah. I feel like it's all been a bit quick. I'd like, yeah, a little. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Like, one. It's only been for a couple of weeks. I bet. I bet this won't be. If this won't be them back together though, if they've no, got no, any fucking sense road. at all, there'll be a rocky road to to being back together. There's there's plenty of things to to get over and talk about and sort. Because Li- Libby's a little bit on board with it now, but not much. She'll still. Uh, she'll. Still what would you say are the five stages of getting back together with an ex? <laughs> yes, great question. We'll help you. Come on. I need you need to start another I've call and answer the question. You. I've got this one for you. Fighting, shagging, fighting, shagging, back together. There we go. John, five easy steps. It's usually my Monday to Friday, that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got the weekend to yourself. Yeah, I ain't doing no weekend shift. <laughs> you know, to yourself, you're back together on the Friday. You gotta be with her on over the weekend. All right, Craig David. <laughs> can always you can always have a few more boobs. Look at him making a note. <laughs> Don't need to edit that out. Fuck me. Well, where do we go from? There should be more boobs in neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> what's wrong with that? You I know don't know where we go from there. Uh, well, where we go from there is right probably back the match storyline. The what storyline? The match storyline. Because she goes to war with Hillary. You remember Hillary, Tim, from last week? The new yeah. the, the posh English woman who's like the head of the business. She's not English, is she? Yeah. She's she? posh. Yeah, she's, she's not just posh her. Australian. No, she's posh English. No such thing. Fair play. There isn't. You're right. <laughs> oh. You're right. No, you are right. You are right. Sorry. She is posh in English and she's head of the Businesswoman's Association for Erinsborough. And yeah, so she's basically, this, this woman, Hillary, is basically bullying Harold into becoming what they call a golden contributor to this charity which means uh, that he's got to stump up $500. Uh, and yeah, Harold absolutely gets bullied into this. Madge is like, what the fuck have you done? Why have you said we'll, we'll do 500? And he's like, oh, don't worry, I'll sort it. I'll speak to her. Speaks to her and says, oh yeah, we'll still do the 500, don't worry. Shows absolutely no spine about it. So Madge is like, well, I can't fucking rely on you, Harold. Uh, so she does a bit of digging. She rings around some friends. She uh, she doesn't go on the internet because I don't think the internet's been taken on mainstream by then. Maybe, uh, what was like pre-internet? Like microfiche, maybe? I don't know, she does oh, a bit no. of You know what microfiche is, right? No. No. Like, how do you know what microfiche is? How old are you? Older than, older than you, Tim. Younger than I. Gen- genuinely, like, I just like, I, I don't mind admitting I'm not sure about things and stuff like that. I've not, I've never heard that word before in my fucking life. Microfish. What? Microfish. Say it like he was saying it. He was saying microfish. <laughs> I want you to like, Google microfish right now and see if that's a thing. Or if tiny you fish. Microfish is a thing. I promise you. So what Small do you fish. Do? Like, have you not seen this in movies? Like so, they what movie? Like, what movie have you seen where it went microfiche? Uh, I don't know. What's that one with Nicholas Cage where he's tra- National Treasure? Con Air. No, not Con Air. No, National Treasure where he likes tries to make like the Declaration of Independence. I'm sure there's some sort of microfiche in that. I've just googled it. It says microfiche, a flat piece of film containing micro photographs of the pages of a newspaper catalog or other document. It's not electronic. I know what that is. Yeah, it's my, yeah, it's microfiche. So what you do, you microfiche. put it in a... small fish. <laughs> small fish. Big fish, small fish. Yeah, and then you put it under like a screen and then you like so you can read all the articles and stuff. This has been in like so many films. I'm I'm so confused well, as to what the, the fuck your point is. This that's this is like, this like, just a way to what? view old documents at yeah. a library. Well, that's kind of what the internet is, right? It's just viewing old documents. There, there is no connection between tiny fish, big fish, and the internet. It's it's, it's a resource that, that it's a what? <laughs> it's Why are you talking like I, I, I don't even I can't even think of something funny that you're talking like right now. It's blowing <laughs> my mind that much. Come on, explain, explain it's like to that, So it's that viewer that they, that they had in libraries and you can look at old newspapers. Mm. Yeah, so like if you're going to do research on the internet, that's what you do. You just research documents, but you just type it in. Whereas well, the, the pre-internet, 
It was microfiche, so you go. No, it was, no, stop saying micro. <laughs> it wasn't. It was newspapers, and this was a device like to look to look at it. It looks like some sort of microscope kind of film thing that you looked through in order to see it. it the the, yeah, the actual you don't, documents were newspapers. Or if you want to share something, you don't put something on the microfiche. You you put it in a newspaper. Yeah, That's what people weren't like, oh boobs microfiche that was not a thing <laughs> although that you is one thing the internet does have over microfiche you can't just rent it in the back room of a library and just type in boobs and then all of the pictures of boobs from the last 200 years worth of newspapers comes up i don't know well my point <laughs> my point is is that Madge Madge did some research on this hillary woman and find out and found out that she had not donated any money over the last five years, even though she's head of this this charity for these business women. How much blood and sperm has she donated? Um, I, I don't know. I don't think much research that. Oh, that stunned silence was my happy moment for the day. <laughs> Look at him. I, I'm going to get something in today. <laughs> Every little bit of everything I've said is getting cut. <laughs> Wrap this shit up. <laughs> We've talked uh, about no fucking neighbours. And it sounds like it's not been worth talking about anyway. So neighbours was was shite. I have. I'll, I'm gonna be really honest. I don't. I usually finish these and I go. Oh, I, I fucking hate doing this podcast because that's the character in it. The character <laughs> that I now portray. <laughs> I fucking love this, and I'm so sorry <laughs> to all the people who are gonna listen to it that the podcast that I've really enjoyed, you're not gonna get to enjoy. <laughs> if he leaves it all in, I'll take this back. I, I, I've had a fucking great hour and a half. <laughs> Uh, well that's been the neighborhood rewatch podcast Uh, so the next lot of episodes we're going to watch we're going to do a bit of a time jump now because why not Uh, so we're going to go to the next lot of episodes which is 3164 to 3166 just three episodes for you to watch there adam so you might you might just manage that and we're hoping we'll get over this little whatever the fuck this little hump is in name is where they're just not really doing any stories at all uh, and we'll i'm sure we'll 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 meet on the next podcast and talk about none of what happened let's hope so <laughs> let's hope so and um, of course, again, if you want to hear the unedited ad-free versions of this podcast, patreon.com forward slash neighborhood rewatch. Can, uh, can I just say before you as well, yeah. Do this time. Yeah. Like, like honestly, it's it's I we're not just saying it this time to, to get the quid off you and for, to get Tim and Range Rover and all that kind of stuff. It's it's actually been pretty good. It's got a lot of it's got a lot of random shit on there. It's worth a quid. What's a quid? You can get sushi for a quid. I've learned a lot about myself in this last hour and a half. I really have. Uh, and you do learn stuff as well. Um, I'm really intrigued to see how much you're gonna leave time. in. Uh, for, for the for the Patreon version, I'm really intrigued to see what you're gonna leave in. Because I'll pay a quid. I 
I was gonna say it. I I would pay a quid just to just to see how much he's got the guts to leave in because I'm I'm so sure that the actual podcast is gonna be 15 minutes and it's just gonna be intro. Jay asks some questions. Adam has some recap outro. Like, <laughs> I'm not even gonna be here. Is it easy to to do this? I've never done a Patreon. Is it easy? Do I just click on something and it's bank? What what do I do? Because yeah, I'll, I'll just, do it right now. I'll you Patreon want, you for a quid right now, but I want the yeah. full shit. Yeah, you just want to become a member, click on it, that's it, done. And then I just need to click, and then I, when I, what I do is I just drag the audio files into it, post, done, and it comes up on your Patreon feed. There is a Patreon app on your phone, so you don't have to necessarily go on your laptop. Uh, so you can just do it on your phone, and yeah, it'll, I'll just drag the files in, and it posts, and it, it's there. The whole It'll thing. Yeah, before I've even edited it, because I could just drop them straight in. Quid. No, no, I'm already doing it. I already do it for a quid. It's so easy. And it's so little money. It's absolutely worth it. And it won't always we... be a quid, because it's fucking gold stuff, and we know it is. But th- now's the time to get in. Ground floor. Ground floor. Exactly. Question. Question. Should we put org at the end of our podcast. <laughs> uh, no, we are not a charity. We are definitely not non-profit. We are all about the profit. Uh, of course, Tim wants a Range Rover. Is it Range Rover or Land Rover you wanted? Either way, as long as it's brand new and it's fully kitted out, personalised. Personalised. How would you? How would? How would it be personalised then? I go into the dealership and I order a brand new one for like 2022, middle of 2022. Get all my colours, get all the my materials, my seats, and get my initials on the rims, all that shit. Okay, well you get a personalised registration as well. Just C U N T probably or like <laughs> C U N one, because nice. just, just to be cheeky. You know what you should get on your registration plate, Tim? <laughs> Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good because I don't know if you have you ever done that on the calculator? <laughs> so you can just do the digits on that. What, what were you saying about being a child earlier? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, or if boobs is taken, boobies. You can also do boobless. Or boobless as well. Neighbours is boobless. There should be more boobs on neighbours. There you go. You know what I've done <laughs> as well? I've just seen what um, Tim's screen name is on this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Is that it? Are we done? Yeah, we're not revealing what the name is. We're not revealing. Yeah, we we've been good friends. Neighbours has been shit. <laughs> See you next week. I don't know if you have been good friends. Actually, no. I feel like we've you sh- have. I feel like you've confronted me on a few issues there, and uh, you, you've done the right thing, which which people should do. If you've got a friend. He was saying something that you don't agree with. You should just generally call them out on it. <laughs> and you two have done that in abundance today. So, <laughs> so now thank you for being very good friends, very responsible friends, and uh, well, kind of neighbours. I mean, you know, it, it's not been raining where you two have, but it has been raining where I have. Um, I have no idea where I go with this. <laughs> it's been raining where you have what? I'm, I'm, that's not even a sentence. I don't Say the know. Line, uh, then we can go. Uh, uh, so why does it always rain on me? I don't know. Is that the line? <laughs> not that line. Do the uh, outro. <laughs> <laughs>